Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends, and welcome back. Oh, my goodness, I have a treat for you today. So listen to this description. Over 40, overweight, addicted to the scales, like sometimes weighing even more than once per day, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and then trying keto, like going back to keto again and again and again and never being able to stick with it. That was Andy. That's who you're about to meet today. That was Andy. That was his life. But that's not Andy anymore. (laughs) I don't want to steal his thunder. So you're just going to have to listen to this incredible episode, the incredible interview that I do with Andy Deutsch. But here's the thing, guys. Don't miss this. The insights and wisdom that Andy shares, it'll be helpful for anyone and everyone. But specifically, if you are a man who is fighting that all or nothing mentality that so many men fight with, I get it. I'm with you. And you're struggling to lose weight. You're struggling to improve your health but you just can't seem to get it together and get things going in the right direction. Oh my goodness. I think you're really going to love this episode and I think you're going to benefit like on a whole different level. So men pay attention to turn the volume up, tune in, eliminate distractions. But again, like ladies, look, that doesn't mean this isn't for you. Don't sign off because these principles are universal and foundational. The stuff that Andy talks about and the wisdom that he shares, it will be so helpful. They apply to all of us. And if there's a man that you love who doesn't listen to this podcast and he's struggling with, then definitely send this episode to him, your brother or your husband or your dad or whoever. Okay, enough from me. Let's do it. Here we go. Here's my conversation with Andy. All right, gang, I'm here with Andy Deutsch, and I'm so excited. I'm just thrilled to have him on the podcast today. Andy's been a member of the coaching group for how long? Uh, Since February. Since February. So we're looking at, oh my goodness, eight months, nine months, something like that. That's, yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, man, Andy's been just like incredible in there, just, uh, just incredibly positive. And, and, you know, he's had stumbles and struggles like anyone, but he's made incredible progress. And guys, I promise you, there's so much that you can learn from him. So let's jump right into it. Andy, man, just tell us a little bit of your story, your life, anything you feel is pertinent about, you know, health and weight loss and your body and, you know, maybe include some of the stuff you've tried in the past or what worked or what didn't just, just anything go for it. All right. Uh, well, I grew up in Georgia, um, married to a, a, the perfect wife, three awesome kids. Um, I, my parents were kept us pretty active. I played soccer growing up, stayed active. Um, I have an identical twin brother and an older sister. So we got lots of playtime out in the yard. I, I considered myself a normal, healthy kid, um, I ended up going to college here at university of Georgia and that's when everything changed for me. I ended up my uh, no more exercising and I had the freedom to eat whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. And I, believe me, I ate whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, it, it could be two in the morning and I'm going to a pizza place. So, uh, I started to put on some pounds in my early mid twenties and, into my late twenties. And I had heard about this new diet to me called the Atkins diet, which to me, I I don't see much difference between that and keto. Um, So I'll interchange those words. 
so I tried it. I said, all right. I went out and bought the book and I jumped on it, uh, both feet and I lost a lot of weight, 40 to 50 pounds, very, very fast. Needless to say, it was a temporary fix. Did not work. Um, I ended up six months later putting all the weight back on. But since I had tried it once, I said, okay, this works. For the next 12 years or so, I was on the keto diet, off the keto diet, yo-yoed big time. I ended up also, I know you talk about this a lot, about becoming a slave to the scale, and that, that had me written all over it. I weighed sometimes twice a day. Um, every day at least, and sometimes twice. And if my scale wasn't where I thought it should be, it would ruin my mood for the rest of the day. Yeah, no, that's, man, that's so true. It's So guys, a, a little background here. Andy actually was introduced to to, to me and my program through church. Um, I think a, a few people, because Andy's in, in the same general area, uh, geographical area. So I think we had a few mutual friends and people that had kind of referred him to me, but uh, the big introduction was at church. That's when I gave a presentation at my church and um, he was there. And I, it was fascinating to me because a lot of times, Andy, and maybe, I don't know, maybe you would think like this or maybe not, but I, when I think of people being really attached to the scales, addicted to the scales, like you just mentioned and weighing at least once per day or multiple times per day. I hope this doesn't come across sexist. I don't mean for it to, but it's just been my experience coaching people. I often think of females. I think of females really putting, you know, a lot of stock into the scales. But what was fascinating for me at that presentation, when I was talking about people being obsessed with the scales and I said, you know, raise your, I don't know if you remember, I said, raise your hand if you, you know, if you weigh at least once per day and people oh know, yeah raise yeah, their hand yeah and then i said raise your hand if you weigh, if you weigh more than once per day and what was fascinating was how many men had their hand raised and it was like it just blew my mind like wait a minute men are just like so ladies out there listening you you a lot of you think oh men don't struggle with body image oh men don't care about the scales oh it's so much easier for men that's bull crap that is just not true would you wouldn't, wouldn't you say andy Oh, to totally. In my case, I, I mean, I weighed constantly, constantly. So yes, definitely uh, is, it, men weigh just as much, maybe sometimes more than women. Yeah. Yeah. And that's man. That's a, I think that's just a huge bit of truth that people need to realize. And so for other men out there, if you were Andy was know that you're not alone. No, it's not just you. Um, so, so Andy that, so you were, uh, you started doing the Atkins diet off and on in college and like you said, you thought it worked because it worked once, <laughs> like a lot of people do like, oh, that worked for me. No, it didn't because you gained it all back. But but we think we fall into that mindset. So you were back and forth on and off that and you really got addicted to the scales. And that brings you up to where uh, like uh, what what point of life? OK, so I'll transition into where I actually decided to go and see your presentation. OK, I, I joined the gym in 2015. Um, and I, six days a week worked out a lot, you know, three strength training days and three cardio days. So I noticed my weight just doing that alone, never really changed. Uh, it seems like the majority 80% diet, 20% gym, uh, is what I'd been told. So I was like, okay, let me go back on again, the low carb while I'm doing this. And for, and it would fluctuate up, down, up, down the whole time I'm going to the gym. And every time I was on the low carb diet, it, my workout suffered immensely. Um, I would only be able to do about 60% of the workouts because I was so drained and I was miserable. wasn't looking forward to it, 
but then I come home and weigh and Hey, guess what? It dropped a pound on the scale. So, Hey, yay. So it definitely was a, uh, an addiction to the, to the, uh, to the scale on that. Um, so then one day I ran into a couple people that are in the inner circle at the gym. I didn't know they were in the inner circle. And I, uh, asked them about what they thought about me doing the low carb. And I, you know, they looked great. So I said, what are you doing, um, to maintain your weight? And, you know, I'm like, I'm in here six days a week and it's not working for me. And they would mention your name. They say, Corey Little, you need to look up Corey Little. And that was about two years before your presentation. So I had heard it from a couple different people. And then lo and behold, one day I got the notification from my church uh, that the, the leaders had the opportunity to go and see your presentation. And I knew your name. I had even Googled you before. And I was like, Oh, wow. I was like, this is a sign from God because I can't do this yo-yo diet anymore. And I, I told my wife that and I said, we're going, we're going, we're going. And so she says, OK. And I was ready to sign on the dotted line there. That's just my personality. But after hearing your presentation, I was like, OK, this is something I can get my get my hands around. The uh, Probably the most difficult thing I had at first when I joined uh, Live Life, Lose Fat was the pace. I was not used to baby steps. I was used to boom, you go all or nothing. And that, by the way, is my personality, all or nothing. Um, and this program has definitely changed that. And we can talk more about that later. So I told her, okay, I definitely want to want to give this a shot. I signed up. And after having to pull the reins on it a couple of times, uh, I slowed down and started seeing how the process worked, taking baby steps. And before I know it, I, I was just in full swing with things and it, it's turned out awesome. Um, and there's, there's a couple of health issues that I, that I was diagnosed with three years ago, uh, high blood pressure and, uh, ended up getting put on medication for that as well as, um, um, high bad cholesterol. So, uh, I, for the last three years going to the doctor, oh, your bad cholesterol is a little high. You need to do this, this, and this. And this was while I was doing intermittent keto diets. And I'm like, you know, I weighed less than I, you know, at some points and it was still high cholesterol and high blood pressure. So fast forward after being in this program, and this is something I was going to kind of save towards the end, but uh, one of the biggest and things that has made me really happy is my bad cholesterol is gone. The doctor said, Hey, you know, you're, 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 whatever you're doing is working because that is, you're great with your bad cholesterol. It's perfect. And your blood pressure is now fine. And I, I measure that daily and now I'm no longer on blood pressure medicine as well. Um, notice I haven't even mentioned the weight loss yet because those <laughs> two are, to me are very important. So hold on, hold on. Let's just take stock. I want, Andy and I are going to take stock. Everyone listening, I want you to take stock. So Andy was, doing correct me if i'm wrong andy three days of strength training and six days of cardio right three days strength training three days cardio oh, so three six days, days okay. total okay mm -hmm. i'm sorry i'm sorry so andy was working out six days three days of strength training three days of cardio uh, and he was doing strict extreme diet programs like keto atkins whatever you want to call it totally all or nothing mentality which is what most of us have right that's what most of you guys are probably battling with yourself so he had that, and with that, with the six workouts and with the extreme diet, he had high levels of his bad cholesterol, the LDL, and he had high blood pressure, bad enough to be put on medication for. And you were struggling to lose weight, right? Correct. Right. He was struggling to lose weight. He, was, he wasn't seeing results from those workouts. Fast forward, 
and he takes a leap of faith. He starts doing a nutrition program that is gradual. <gasps> what? Like we slow it down and it's, would you, Andy, would you say it's not as extreme as keto? <laughs> no, it's not near as extreme as keto. Yeah. It's not as extreme as keto. And then he just baby steps into it because here's the thing guys like, Oh my gosh, listen, regardless if you ever, if you never join the inner circle or whatever, whatever dietary program you sign up for, whatever coach you hire, whatever professional you're working with, if you do not choose to place your trust in them and follow the process, you're doomed. You're doomed. It's, 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 and that was one of the most beautiful things about having Andy in the group and working with Andy for the past eight or nine months is that he just, kind of put his faith in and was like, okay, I'm going to trust the process. And he just took the step. So my point is, is if we just take stock, what we think would help the most keto and all that exercise didn't. And then what we think won't like what the bully in our brain will tell us won't work. Oh, baby steps and something more kind of moderate, kind of more middle ground. What? No, no, no. But that's exactly what happened. So, so Andy, you mentioned keto, you mentioned all the workouts and stuff. I'm curious, and and maybe I don't know. Maybe this wasn't as big of a deal for you, but like when when you were kind of still, you know, struggling, when you looked to the diet and weight loss industry and like everything that was out there, what really kind of like did you always just go back to keto, or did you look around? And if so, what drove you nuts? No, I looked around. Um, what drove me nuts about I, I tried the calorie counting as well. Uh, that, that was, I was again, all or nothing mentality. If I couldn't make it to the gym because of work, well, that's extra calories that I'm not able to eat at night. So I'd go off of it. Like, ah, I screwed up today. I throw my hands up and quit. Um, so what frustrated me probably most is how everywhere you turn, it's, it's kind of like those get rich quick schemes, but lose weight fast schemes everywhere you look. There's, I saw some that were, Hey, if your blood type is O negative, you need to be on this kind of diet. Uh, the most extreme I, I heard of was how you're supposed to eat one Big Mac a day and nothing else but popcorn the rest of the day. And it's supposed to work really quick. What? But yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that's what I've heard of. So I and I thought about trying it at one point. So uh, I, looking back on everything, um, I guess it's how all these things are throwing at you the fastest way to lose weight. And looking at it now that I have gone through what I've gone through with this program, none of them seem like they're sustainable long-term. Right. Right. And, and it, Andy makes such a phenomenal point guys. And don't miss this. Like I've, I've tried to communicate this before on the podcast and we're going to communicate it again right now. The diet industry is an industry, which means they are there to make money and that's okay. Like that we live in a world where you need money to survive. I get it. But what you must understand is that every bit of their marketing is predicated on getting you to buy, getting you to purchase. And they know that we live in this instant order. I ordered Amazon this morning and it arrived this afternoon, like microwave type generation where we don't have to wait on anything. We have Instapot and Insta this and Insta that and Instagram, like everything's instant. And so they know that we want our weight loss the same way. The problem is, is that's not how our body works. And so I mean, it's, you know, kudos to Andy and kudos for anyone to anyone else that sees that eventually and goes, wait a minute, maybe I do need to start thinking about sustainability because it's not, I mean, it's not always true, but the vast majority of the time, the faster the results come, the faster the results go. It's just, it's just the truth of the matter. So, um, 
let's see. I'm trying to think what. So Andy, did, did what? What kind of pushed you over the edge to be like, okay, this inner circle thing? I know you said you talked to some people a couple of years at, before you ever heard, saw the presentation um, at church, but um, was there something about it that and about the approach and what I shared that made you go, okay, this is pushing me over the edge. I'm going to give this a go. Well, the fact that it was totally different than what I'm used to with the keto diet, like you've mentioned before on your podcasts and stuff is it it literally is an all or nothing diet. If you go out of ketosis, boom, you're done. And it takes a few days to get back into it. Um, And I was getting literally so burned out on yo-yoing with it that I was really wanting to try something new. And in your presentation, you talked about the baby steps, taking it slow, making a habit out of things. And that appealed to me. And I, I said, okay, all right, I'm going to try. I, I mean, I, I would be lying if I said at first, I was a little skeptical, like anybody trying something new, but I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try. And, you know, I'd seen people and seen their results. So I was, I was really stoked to give it a shot. Awesome, man. Yeah. And the guys that goes back, I give Andy 100% credit because he was, don't miss it. Don't miss it guys. He was skeptical. But he went, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. Like he didn't, he didn't halfway do it. He put it, I'm going to put my trust in this, in this crazy guy that's telling me to do baby steps. I'm going to put my trust into these baby steps and, and just take it slow. And now it's so funny guys, when, when a new member joins, Andy's one of the first people and he's like, just take it slow, do the steps. It works. Like he's like the kind of like, you know, the, the spokesperson for that because he experienced it firsthand. So, um, okay. So next Andy, I'm going to throw a few things at you. You can pick one of these or, or some can some combination or answer, whatever, sure. answer them all. It doesn't matter. So, so now compared to back then, what, what's most different for you? Like what's, what's the most, you know, what's the most different for you now or kind of what's, what has surprised you the most or what's been the biggest like game changer aha realization for you as you've gone through this process? Okay. So I guess the, What's different about me now is uh, I weigh less. I have lower cholesterol and uh, blood pressure is great. So those three are definitely want to repeat you, because they're important too. Yeah. Do you, I'm sorry to interrupt. Do you mind sharing how much weight you've lost? Uh, 33 pounds. 33 pounds. So 33 pounds gone. Are, do your workouts suck like they did when you were on keto? No, I was going to get to that. See, okay. okay. I'm sorry. Ahead. <laughs> so um, no, the, the biggest thing that surprised me was how my workouts have doubled, literally doubled. My strength training workouts have doubled. And that was a huge shock to me. Um, I, I thought that, okay, well, it's another, I, I, you know, in my head diet when I first started, it's not, it's a lifestyle, but I, I was thinking, okay, this is another diet. You know, I'm going to have to get used to my workouts kind of sucking. Um, and they didn't, I, I'm literally doubled on my strength training days. My cardio is, peak it's doing great um and that was one of the biggest surprises i saw with this i was like holy cow how, how is this possible you know and and i think it's because of the the food i'm eating i'm eating you know four meals a day um and they're they're healthy they're they're giving me the energy i need and it that that was probably one of the biggest surprises uh that i found with this um i'd probably say uh the biggest game changer for me uh it was probably honestly the realization that I with because with the keto diet you have to be perfect and I'm an all or nothing guy 
So the realization that I wasn't like that anymore when it came to this in my life. Um, now it's okay if I have a cheeseburger and fries, I just go back, do the next right thing. And if I stay consistent and moderation, then I'm, I'm good. Um, that's totally different from the way I was a year ago, a year ago, if I had one, you know, a couple French fries or, or something like that while I was doing keto, I would literally throw my hands up and quit the next day because, Oh, I ruined this week. I'll start back on Monday. Then Monday would roll around and I'd be like, Oh, it's Monday. Everybody hates Mondays. Anyway, I'll wait till next Monday to start. <laughs> and, and then before you know it, I had put the weight back on this. This has been a, a big difference for me. Um, I guess the second way I could reiterate that, which was a huge eye opener for me, was vacation time. No matter what diet I'm doing, when I go on vacation, and it's usually the keto, I already know I'm going off of that diet during that week. I'm going to just enjoy every bit of food I want. I'm going to eat whatever I want. And that usually ends up being a downward spiral. Well, this time when I was on Live Life, Lose Fat, I had planned my vacation and I was planning on eating whatever I wanted when I went on that vacation and up until about a week beforehand and somebody else in the inner circle was, had planned on going on vacation as well. And I saw some of your posts saying, stay anchored in something, uh, hold on to some of these habits to get you through it. But yes, enjoy your vacation. It's fine. You want to have fun. It's okay. You want to eat, you know, special foods that you don't normally, that's, that's fine. So I literally a week before the trip, I went to the grocery store and I ended up buying what I normally eat for my better breakfast, my uh, lean lunch, my third feeding healthy snack. I literally went out and bought those to take with me to the trip. And it was surprisingly easy and I felt better. And then when I came back from the vacation, it was nothing for me to slide right back into doing and getting right back on the program. So when you were on vacation, though, did you, so you took elements and you anchored, but did you also enjoy? Did you? Oh, relax? without a doubt. I, at dinner time, you know, two pounds of crab legs, I even had dessert on some of the nights, you know, it, it, it was very doable. It was something I wasn't used to, which was like you say all the time, moderation. And, and I was not used to that. And that, that was probably a huge eye opener for me was, hey, if I can go on vacation and still enjoy it and eat some foods I like and still keep eating also healthy, that that was a big, big game changer for me. And guys, like, what <laughs> this magical wisdom that Andy has just shared, the reason it's there, the reason Andy has this, the reason he feels this way is because of what he mentioned earlier. He said, like, one of the biggest realizations or aha moments, I don't know, whatever, for him was that he kind of, he kind of like, it's almost like it, it's almost like it sounds like it snuck up on you, Andy. Like you didn't even realize that you weren't all or nothing anymore. Right. Correct. Yes. Correct. That's and, and, correct. and that's what we do guys. Like we, in this, in the group and throughout the program, we chip away, like the way the program is structured, we just chip away at all or nothing and we chip away at it and we chip away at it. And if you just take the steps and follow through, then it doesn't, it's, it's not, it's not perfect ironically that's what all or nothing is it tells you you have to be perfect but we just chip away at it and chip away at it and we weaken the all or nothing mentality to the point it almost does kind of sneak up on you and that's why andy was able to go on vacation and still enjoy the crap out of food and relaxation but still also be anchored 
It's what you, what you guys have heard me talk about living in the magical middle. We don't live at the extreme of keto. We don't live at the other extreme of, man, I'm going to go on vacation and eat everything in sight. Like somebody better bolt down the toaster. I'm going to eat the toaster too. You know, it's, it's not that it's neither extreme. It's wait a minute. Let me figure out how to live in the middle. And that's what Andy had built in over months and months and months and chipped away at all or nothing, whether he realized it or not, he was doing that. And then boom, there he is with a vacation and it's beautiful. Um, so man, God, I love this. This is incredible, Andy. So, uh, let's see what I have. What's next. I'm losing, I'm losing my mind here. So what's, if you had to pick like one thing, what's the number one thing you would want people to know? Like if you were still out there, you were not part of this program or any program or anything, you know, and you were still just trying to do keto back and forth on and off and working out, you know, crazy hard six days a week and not getting the results you wanted. What would you want to say to the old version of yourself? I mean, this, this doesn't necessarily have to be about the inner circle. It can be anything, your overall perspective or anything about food or weight loss or whatever. So go for it. Well, I would, if I knew about this program, I'd tell myself to get off the keto and join the program. <laughs> but one of the biggest things I think I would, I would tell myself is that it don't let little slip ups derail you just remain consistent and that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect as long as you're consistent, like consistency is key. So that's, that's what I, I would tell myself. Awesome, man. That's incredible. And that comes right back to what we just talked about, right? Like consistency is key. Don't let little slip ups derail you. That's, that's doing away with all or nothing, learning to live in the middle. Mm -hmm. That's, that's beautiful, man. I love it. So uh, Andy, do you mind if I ask how old you are? Nope. I'm 45, 45. Andy's 45 years old. He's 33 pounds lighter. He's twice as strong, right? Yes. <laughs> My workouts are twice as good at least. Yeah. The, okay. So his workout, he's 33 pounds lighter. His workouts are twice as good. He's off his blood pressure medication. His, his cholesterol is, is balanced and wonderful and beautiful. And I want to make it incredibly clear. I give full credit to Andy because my program is worthless. I don't care what diet or program or system you're trying to use, guys. If you don't commit to it and put your trust in it and actually follow through and do it, it's worthless. And Andy did exactly that. Andy has been a picture of trusting the system, believing in it, and just taking steps and just taking steps. And then he's also been a picture of consistency with checking in weekly and get in receiving coaching, showing up for coaching calls, making posts saying, Hey guys, what about this? Or, you know, what do you think of here or there? And, and like, just, he's been involved with the process and surprise, surprise, he has absolutely amazing results. So man, Andy, you're, you're a jewel brother. And we, we just appreciate you so much. I know I always love seeing your posts in the group and I know you've inspired other people. And I know for a fact, this episode is going to be so helpful for so many people out there, especially a lot of men who, um, you know, listen to this podcast and, and, uh, you know, maybe think they're alone in their, in their weight loss struggles or their health issues. So, so thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you being on. Well, thank you for having me. And it's been a real honor to be asked to be on your show. I hope this was super helpful guys. And like I said earlier, please send it to someone, you know, who could benefit from what Andy shared. I just think there's so much great stuff that so many people need to hear. And just a quick little reminder, if you enjoy this podcast, I highly recommend you take advantage of my free anti-diet class. When Andy and I were talking about the presentation that I gave at his church, it was basically kind of a version of this one-hour class. So all you need to do is go to antidietclass.com, 
I'll also include the link in the show notes. And then you can pick from like two or three different times. I don't know, three or four different times, whatever. You can pick whatever's best for you to view this one-hour class. And yeah, I hope you take advantage of that. So that's it, guys. Let's wrap up like we always do. Remember, please, there's so much more to you than a number. And you don't have to weigh all the time. You don't have to weigh every day, just like Andy discovered, in order to lose weight. And it's so freeing once you step away from the scale. So don't let it dictate your emotions or dominate your headspace. And losing weight is incredible. Losing weight and dropping, you know, your bad cholesterol and your, you know, reducing your blood pressure, all those things Andy did. It's amazing and it's great. But what's really the big thing is how much life you gain. And I'm not just talking about living longer. I'm talking about enjoying your life more today and tomorrow and being able to go on vacation and not feel so restricted, being able to eat and enjoy and not beat yourself up. Losing weight is really about gaining life. And you can do it. I believe in you 100%, just like I believed in Andy. You can do it. And even if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. You keep coming back. I'll keep working on you, and we'll get you there. Take care, my friends. God bless. Bye-bye.